0: Community is so important to an entrepreneur, and I think a lot of people don't realize that they're going to be your foundation to whatever you want to do. Just look around, and these people will definitely be a resource for you. You just have to ask.
1: You are listening to the Purpose of Money podcast, a podcast where we talk about ways to build wealth and create more freedom in your life today. I am your host, Aquania Escarnay. Do you want to become a hotel investor in 2021? If so, you are in for a treat. There will be a live workshop happening October 28, 2020 at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, hosted by Devon Reeves of Epic Collective. If you remember, she was on episode 26. Talking about how to buy a hotel. In this workshop, you will learn how to invest in hotels and how entrepreneurs, small business owners, and real estate investors can take advantage of this unique opportunity. Check out the link in the show notes so you can register for this event October 28, 2020 at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And of course, if you want to hear from Devon directly, check out episode 26 on how to buy a hotel. Hey guys, welcome to the Purpose of Money podcast. Today, I'm so excited to have Brittany Bygrave. Brittany is a 23 year old entrepreneur and full time employee. She is a graduate of North Carolina A and T State University with a degree in business management, focusing on entrepreneurship. She's known for starting her business within her dorm room, Noah Butters. Noah Butters is a skincare line that provides an empowering, convenient, and conscious skincare experience for women with natural products. Noah Butters is known for its signature natural homemade body butters. Brittany also uses her brand to connect and build a strong customer relationship with her community. Ultimately, Brittany will grow her business across the country and then develop nonprofit initiatives that promote entrepreneurship, and grow generational wealth. Hey, Brittany, welcome to the podcast. How are you today? I'm good. Thank you for having me. How are you? Great. I'm so excited. Today, we're going to talk about your journey as an entrepreneur and a full-time employee and about your business, Noah Butters. So before we get started and tell our audience more about your company, tell me what inspired you to become an entrepreneur?
0: So... I would say I'm always at heart an entrepreneur, even when I was younger. Um, I have a trait about me that's always wanting to help people in general. And I never thought I was an actual entrepreneur until I got to college. And that's when I realized I wanted to create something to solve other people's problems. But I wasn't thinking about it through a business aspect. I was thinking about it through a helping people aspect. Um, So I I always had that trait and still have that trait about me. Um, And that's kind of something that started my business as a whole. I wanted to solve a problem in terms of me or others not having access to natural products. And I noticed that relatively quickly. um, That's something that is a staple within my regimen. I'm always using natural products, natural ingredients. And that kind of inspired me to fulfill that need on my campus at the time. It was my sophomore year. And um, that inspired me to start it.
1: That's awesome. So it's really big now to use natural products to support natural products because you want to be very particular about what goes into your body and onto your body. Mm -hmm. So I find it remarkable that in college you were thinking through your own problem, and then creating your business, which is really how a lot of businesses are started. They come up with a solution to something that they're dealing with, and all of a sudden they're an entrepreneur selling a product that solves a lot of other people's problems too. So what is specifically Noya Butters? We kind of talked about it being a natural product, but tell the audience more about what you sell and how is it beneficial to women or anyone that uses it?
0: Yeah, so I'll kind of touch on what you said, which is very important, of like the importance of natural ingredients. And starting Noya Butters, I was solving the problem of uh, not having natural products readily available to me or others. And starting that business made me realize more problems, such as people are buying natural products, but they're not necessarily knowing what it's for what does it do people hear coconut oil and aloe vera but like what does it actually do so i kind of address that problem as well with noya butters um, i have uh, on the website um, i would say no more than 30 second videos very short clips just informationals about the ingredients that we put into the products itself So so that's one of the benefits that I can definitely say, that transparency and kind of educating you along the way when you're buying natural ingredients. That was something that was very important to me, helping educate, helping people be conscious consumers when it comes to uh, buying products, whether it's mine or just in an everyday life. And that's kind of the key benefits or is the key benefits to, to my business. That's
1: dope. And I want to kind of get into your target audience. So you, in my, in
0: your bio, I mentioned women, but do men use your products too? Absolutely. So a lot of men actually use my products and um, it doesn't Matter where they put it, they could put it on their beard or their their body or their hair. But my target audience um, is <laughs> young women. Um, those are my first customers. Me being on a HBCU campus at the time of me starting it, so those through uh, the ages of eighteen to thirty five is my target audience. Men really support uh, Black women which I love. And those are actually one of my uh, most reoccurring clients, men. Oh,
1: that's interesting. So it sounds like men are some good allies for your business and they're helping you grow.
0: Absolutely. Yes. Shout out to the men for real.
1: So I'm really impressed in your story. You mentioned to me before the interview that you were successfully able to get into stores when you were in college and now you're in stores in Texas, where you're currently located as an entrepreneur. How were you able to do that without being a big brand?
0: Yeah. So with it, I'm trying to think back to what actually made me think about addressing, Oh, I need more retail space. Or an option, another channel to get my products to my customers. Because as you may know, I hand make all of these products. But delivering and shipping can get out of hand sometimes. So I wanted a different way to, or allow my customer to get my product without me necessarily handing it to them physically. So that was the first idea when it came to expanding to a beauty supply store. So On campus, I was in Twain's Beauty Supply Store, which is five minutes from campus, and they were rather convenient for my everyday customer to go to. It helped me distribute more product, and it was a matter of me just communicating, hey, I have this business. Um, They tried my product. They loved it. They said, how many can you get by tomorrow? (laughs) And it was just a matter of me having that much drive and having a business background to say hey this has to be easier like there's different ways to distribute and thankfully they accepted my business to be on their shelves and they sold out within the first uh, 24 hours of me being in that store which is phenomenal wow Yeah, which is which is nerve wracking too because I didn't even expect it. I was just like, okay, some weight off my shoulder now. Like, (laughs) I don't have to deliver to ten people a day. Um, But yeah, that was that was a groundbreaking moment for me.
1: That's awesome, and I think you raise a good point about as a. Businesswoman. So, entrepreneurs have to have a business mindset. You needed to reach a broader audience and make your product more accessible. So, you went to a location very close to campus and asked to be on their shelves. And then you validated the need for your product because it sold out in the first 24 hours. So, I think that was super smart of you and courageous because some people assume that there's this difficult process to get on the shelves of stores and you just communicated. You built a relationship or initiated a relationship with a local vendor and that's how you successfully got into stores where other people can access you.
0: Absolutely. Community is so important to an entrepreneur and I think a lot of people don't realize that they're going to be your foundation to whatever you want to do. Just look around and these people will definitely be a resource for you. You just have to ask.
1: Yeah, and I think that's true. And so many entrepreneurs try to do it all on their own when really you need to rely on your network around you to help you. And I think that's a really, really good point you raised. So thanks for bringing that up. So I always ask this question because a lot of entrepreneurs find that as a great way to build wealth and successfully create more freedom in their lives. But I want to know for you and your company, Noah Butters, what is your vision? I mean, you were in a local beauty supply store, but is your vision to eventually be nationwide in a Target or a Walmart? Or do you have a different vision in mind for your company?
0: Yeah, I love that question. So, um, yes, I do want to be in everybody's bathroom in terms of my product um, on a local level. But my vision really expands further into globally, actually. So what does that mean? Uh, Kind of honing in on the mission that I'm trying to drive in terms of our traditional skincare, body butter, moisturizers. I'm kind of transforming the way um, we think of that. And that's a rather tedious process. However, I think um, longevity really resides on um, how good a brand really is. Uh, for example, um, Google. Uh, if somebody has a Google shirt on, they're kind of proud to wear it. They have nothing to do with Google. They probably don't even work there. Or <laughs> they're just a regular consumer of it, right? right. But we all recognize that brand. We're all a fan of that brand and what it stands for, whether we know it or not. And that's kind of what I want to do, but through beauty, which takes a lot more willpower, manpower, but that's kind of my vision for where I want to go. So I I sell three body butters, and I want to know what's everybody's favorite part about each butter. I guess it's the smell, it the texture, the name, even um, things of that nature, just to have in mind when I'm creating a new product list.
1: What has been some of the challenges in being an entrepreneur, and then follow that up with some of the achievements?
0: Yeah, so I would say my biggest achievements would be me even starting in the first place. I easily could have let the idea flow past my head of me wanting to start a business um in the first place but uh, my achievement was starting (laughs) sustaining for three years um being a student and managing it all and even now i give myself credit for being a full-time employee at a fortune 500 company while coming home Every single day and working on my own company, I think that's something that's extremely fulfilling for me, even though it's rather complicated some days, I wouldn't see myself doing anything else. This could go into how I manage it all. Yeah. How do you manage it all? (laughs) It's okay. So a lot of it goes to time management, but a lot of people don't define that. So I take at least an hour to myself, I should take more, but I give myself an hour to myself to really give myself um, a wellness period, I call it. And that's something that I hone in on because my business is about wellness and self-care and things of that nature. So why would I cause a burnout <laughs> on myself as an entrepreneur, to fulfill the needs for my customers, which I wish for them, you know? Um, So that's literally me going to prioritize my days and what I want out of that. So um, every day I work on my business. It doesn't matter if it's Sunday, Saturday, Monday, it's a long day at work. I shut off work at five come home and continuously work on it, whether I'm working on um, the product itself or um, something online or orders, customer service, because I do everything myself um, when it comes to the business, whether it be the Instagram post or the product that you get in your hand. Um, That's everything that I touch. So I manage it by essentially prioritizing um, myself first and also delegating whether I want to focus at on full-time work or my personal work um, when I get home.
1: So you don't have any virtual assistant, free interns, nothing. You're just nothing. Superwoman. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> which is which is difficult, but I really take time for myself because before I'm an entrepreneur, I am somebody's daughter. Somebody's best friend. I'm somebody's. I don't have a sister, but <laughs> somebody's cousin. Um, I'm somebody's. I'm somebody to somebody. Right. Um. So I really take that very, very seriously. Um. Before I get to work, you know.
1: Right. Self care is absolutely important. And when you're trying to balance a business and a nine to five, it's important that you take those moments for yourself so you can gather your thoughts, your emotions, get yourself in balance, and then be focused at what you're doing, which sounds like that you're being very successful and intentional in those actions. Absolutely. Because you're able to manage both. And I love it. And I think that what you're you're sharing today is very important for others to hear who are probably in the same predicament I will say at some point, though, if you do continue to grow and fulfill the vision you have for your business, you may also need to outsource and hire. I find it something that a lot of entrepreneurs don't think about. And solo entrepreneurs are great, but it is important that we use our businesses as a way to empower and build up others. And the best way to do that is to hire or to support other entrepreneurs who can fulfill specific roles in your company, whether it's designing graphics for you or helping you with your publicity or image or whatever it may be, at some point, you know, we all have to kind of surrender the reins and grow. Yeah.
0: And you have to be uncomfortable sometimes, just to add to that. I've worked with um, people in the past, but it's very uncomfortable for me. Um, Even in school, I'm just like, "Ah." I'm very hesitant (laughs) when it comes to that. Um, But me relocating, it's difficult to find somebody to outsource to um, Mm -hmm. when it comes to things that I really, really need help on um, or just more hands on in terms of like customer service and things of that nature. I will not be the only one um, being a part of what I'm trying to build. I agree with you.
1: Great. I'm glad because I don't want you to burn out. I want you to be successful. So without further ado, can you let our listeners know how can they find you on social?
0: Yes, Um, you can find me at Noya Butters, N-O-I-A, Butters with an S on Twitter, Instagram, and also same name on Facebook. And my website is noyabutters.com.
1: Awesome. I'm going to include all of that in the show notes. So if you want to follow Noya Butters on social, I'll make sure to include the handles as well as some highlights from our conversation. I hope that this has been very helpful to you. Any entrepreneurs out there who are thinking about launching your business and continuing to keep your nine to five should definitely hear this episode and share it with others. Thank you for listening to the purpose of money podcast. For more resources and information, check out my website, thepurposeofmoney.com. And while you're there, please sign up for our newsletter so you have the latest information on new episodes and blog posts. Until next time, keep creating freedom in your life today.